So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. I want to go a different direction, just for a minute. I think we're going to save David Forbearance for next week. Okay. I'd love to know right now in the comments, tell me really fast whether you're with me live on Instagram or here with us on Facebook, or if you're watching this uh, in the future, you know, put your feedback in as well. I'd love to know approximately how many listing appointments have you gone on so far this year? approximately how many listing appointments have you gone on so far this year? I want to see it in the comments. And if you got a friend who has gone on more or you want to just encourage them with a little gentle nudge, tag your buddies inside there as well. Here's why I keep bringing this up. I keep making the argument that I want to, I want to really, you know, talk to you directly about this. The argument I keep making is everyone is complaining. There's no inventory. And then I say, you can't complain that there's no inventory and not be calling your own past clients in sphere, not be potentially even circle dialing a neighborhood where you've got a buyer who desperately wants to buy and there's no inventory, like that don't complain and then not do the work. Yeah. And, and you as a longtime friend, longtime client, and so many of our other clients are listing more homes today than they've ever listed. Certainly some of that is the rise of your brand, right? The, mm -hmm. the recognition that you have, but I've driven in cars with you right? Years ago when you showed me houses and this is five, six years ago, we're down on the peninsula. He picks me up. He's on the phone. He's prospecting. We drive to the house. You remember this? Yeah. And he's on the phone and he's like, you can just let yourself in. And he's just, he's booking appointments. And there, there is something about that, uh, that, that discipline, that desire that I don't want to say hustle. Cause I think that word's just overused that, that I believe is fundamentally what's required in this market. So I want to see it, look at just seeing people's numbers. So I want to see. I wouldn't many... do that today though. I, if we drove, to, I wouldn't do that today. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at, I'm so a little more look at Julie Gaffney has gone on 43 listing appointments Plus already, three more today. right? Plus three more. Uh, John Ray says not enough, but John, right? You are in, you're emerging, my friend. I got a lot of faith in you. So keep refreshing. Felicia says no well, more. But let me move yep. the chain a little yeah. bit because yeah. like, so I've been on over a hundred this year. Now, when I started this year, I'm like, oh, how do we have a better year than this year? So yeah. I set this like expectation that there's no way it wasn't going to be frustrated. You can't duplicate last year, yes. but you can move the chains. One of the things I'd see on listing appointments, because it's different, I think everybody needs to start counting listing appointments differently. And what I mean Explain. by that, yep. the listing appointment of the past, I'm sitting down here and I'm actually going to show you my whole presentation. We're going to go through this hour. I think if you're still only doing listing presentations and counting them like that, you're doing the business wrong because what you said is what the real market is. When there's no inventory, if you don't have ISAs just crushing the phones, you should be going on five or six or seven. Hey, I, if we could get you the greatest price ever, and that is a walkthrough with a listing appointment. So I think that people need to move the chains on what constitutes a, a listing appointment. So I want, first of all, I agree a thousand percent. And you, you know, I actually, I think we talked about this in our podcast and, and David, you and I have discussed it multiple times. You need to know who are the research phase sellers right. in your market. Right. And I, I would argue first, the research phase sellers in your own database, who, who's thinking about moving, right? That wants to meet, but I'm not, I might not want to list right now, 
But those appointments today, in my opinion, are golden. So we call them research phase. You're saying you just got to get in front of the table and say, if I can get you this, are you interested? So, but what's interesting, I think if we ask how many people out there have the, a bunch of listings that aren't on the MLS because that seller can't find anywhere to go, right? Oh, so I, I called a lady yesterday yeah. that I didn't represent them. They were represented by an agent out of the area and it was a record sell in this, in one Ford road. Yeah. And I call her up and I'm just like, Hey, is there any interest in selling? She's like, Cindy, or she, she's like, Tim Smith. I can't believe you're calling me. That's amazing. Yeah. We put a million dollars in the house. Absolutely. We'd sell yeah. at a huge premium. The funny thing is when she said the number, I think I could get her a million dollars more and I hope she's not watching. I'll tell you that when we meet, <laughs> yes. but I think I get her a million more, but the big challenge, the challenge. is where, like, the where challenge. do I go? Yeah. Okay. So I get 8 million for this house. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't even yeah. buy it. So it's like, that's like, the how key. are you, how are you solving for it? Cause at every, everyone, Mickey Glassman, big shout out to you. I love you from, from the DC area. Um, every, every Q and a session I do on Instagram, every live I do, every event I do. The question is, I got five people that are ready to sell. How do I get them into the next home? So I have my perspective. What are you doing for those people? So I think what's that's your, what's where your strategy? you, we, you need to choose to spend your time wisely because you could spend a hundred hours with a bunch of non-real sellers or buyers, right? But when you really feel that they are sellers, they just don't have, you can unlock inventory. You can do contingent sellers. You yeah. can do lease back. You can yes. do making them feel comfortable. They won't be homeless you're always going to find them a house. Yes. And a lot of times people that are, you know, one particular client, we have his house, we have an offer on his house off market. He wasn't even interested in selling, but he's moving to the East coast in two years. Yeah. So I'm like, well, take your kids down to the beach club and rent something down there. Your other kids like, so giving them and just listening, like really listening yeah. to what they're asking. And then when they say something that's like meets a requirement, then you really move and you got to find it. And you have to have a strategy for them. And what's interesting about a lot of the sellers and buyers I'm seeing in the marketplace, because with inventory being way lower, it's harder to get listing appointments. It's harder to get listings. And when things tighten up, like they're tightened right now, what happens? All the unrealistic sellers come out. They're like, oh, the, my houses were 15. Well, right. I want to sell for 25, right? Right. right? So you can't really build a model around that, right? No. Everything's like, it's got to be perfect. So really getting clear on what it is they're trying to achieve and then having a strategy, having guys knock doors, call, because I just feel confident with my team that if you're in a bind and you can't find something, we will find you something. Yeah, we'll find Whether it's knocking the doors yeah. or if it's like, you want to go to Idaho, I'll find your agent. So it's really being confident. And half the time, I don't really have anything for them. But I know that if you do the work, You'll get the you'll get the the opportunities. So it's interesting, and I I I don't. I'm spacing on what one of my coaches just did this training inside for all of our coaching members, where she said you need to be going at every research phase seller you can. Like right. this, hey, if you can give me a crazy price, but we don't know where we're going to go, and I I don't want to screw this up, so I'll I'll lay it out from memory and then plus and enhance it. She said you go on the appointment. The first thing you're doing is just assessing. It's not a sales presentation. It's just who right. are you? What are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? And it's that true consultative be of service presentation. She said, if they're then interested, then it's okay, let's start plotting our course. Our plan is we're not going to put the home on the market immediately. Instead, we shift right into a buyer consultation. Tell me where you want to live. Tell me what's most important. What are your non-negotiables? And if they're staying local, you're in the MLS and you literally, you, you put it up on their flat screen and you say, 
no homes on the market, but isolate for me the communities, the areas, the territories. And then what I will go back and do is I will then aggressively go out and find you that home because putting their home on the market, it's going to sell in two seconds. This could be a $500,000 price point, a $250 price point, or a $5 million price point in your town, which would sell in four seconds. It was that approach of like, I'm not just going to race, solve the problem and say, I got you later here, hit the, you know, hit it in the MLS. But instead, maybe we take the time to fix up the house a little bit. Maybe we take the time to stage the home first. While you're doing that, I'm calling every three and four year old expired listing in the marketplace. And I'm not calling them direct. I'm calling the listing agent. Yeah. Tim, you have this property listed, you know, in Emerald Bay, one, two, three, four, banana street, three or four years ago, We've got a buyer that's super interested you know, think you can work some magic, think we can get some activity there, right? And working with the agents in the community while simultaneously circle dialing, knocking on doors, yeah. reaching out to your own database. I think it's showing up with that plan and, and you're going to, you're Tim Smith, so you're just going to present it. I think for a lot of my clients, if it was a documented process, yeah. right? Most agents are going to walk in and they're going to say, let's put the home in the market and then I'll, I have this plan that I'm going to do. Thoughts yeah. on that? Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work in the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. And so I, I'm he's selling, didn't he seem like a really good real estate agent? I'm like, dude, this guy would crush it. You should go in there. I was like, no, he nailed that one. Well, it's funny. So yeah, it's all about that. And like, that's what I mean, moving the chains. Like last year, two years ago, you're going in there. It's the same can listing presentation. Yeah. You're scripting. Yeah, the, the same now approach, it's like, no, you're problem way. solving in right. this new process. Right. And it's like a mix of all of that. Like we have listings right now. We've shot them. We've staged them. We are ready to go live as soon as these clients find something, yep. but they don't want to list it unless they find something. And I can understand that. Yeah. So it's like, we have to move our efforts aggressively, knock doors, circle it, like whatever, whatever your strategy is. And it's like, maybe they don't find it, but we spent some money on all the stuff to get ready. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, that was a, I don't think I could add anything to that. And, and I, Alisa Essig, I think it was my coach, Alisa Essig, but I'm yeah. probably screwing that up, but all my coaches are broken. But that's where it's just changing how yeah. it looks. It's right. like, you really are now like an advisor. You're a tour guide. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you're taking people on an expedition of this gruesome experience of finding a home in an environment where there's none on the market. And you're probably going to have to be one of five offers. You're probably going to have to remove your appraisal contingency and we're going to be able to, so it's, it's that. Yeah. But it's giving yeah. them options and talking them through it and making sure they feel confident that you're the one to take them through this process, but you're not going to put them in a situation where they're at risk or they're exposed. Right. Look at Dusty Martin says, my unrealistic sellers <clears throat> are getting those unrealistic prices. I mean, that that is the market. So, well, how many times have you been wrong this year? I've turned down four yeah. or five listings yeah. this year. Cause I'm just like, you're not going to get that price. And not only are you not going to get that price, you have to stage and paint to get that price. And then they list with somebody else and they get the price in a week. One of my, one of my partners, she's just like, maybe we should stop telling people to stage and paint. And I'm like, no, I mean, I think yeah. we could, yeah. we could soften it. Like maybe it's not a requirement, but it's like, that's happening all the time right now. Yeah. 
I've yeah. missed four or five deals where I've told the sellers, I just, I can't, I got to pass. Like yeah. you can't get that number. Yep. yep. But there is something interesting. If you're trying to predict anything, those deals have all been very specific product types that have seen the highest demand ever, but they're always the most constrained inventory. For sure. So if there's yeah. ever a time to risk, it's on that. It's yeah. not on a house that is in Cota de Casa for 25 million. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't mean that rudely. I'm just saying you kind of know the fundamentals yeah. of- this is, this is everyone watching is, you know, like you, they take so much pride in understanding their inventory, understanding their market, knowing what's working, what's not. Yes. Uh, I don't need much done to a home to sell it. Stop slowing down, down the, the process. process. <laughs> <laughs> That's by the way, that is our brilliant coach, Yvonne Arnold, right? Who's also our op edge trainer. I know. Just, I'm still in the process, but yes. that just takes like everything. It's like you constantly have to adjust and adapt. Yes. And you have to use your brain, yeah. right? Because yeah. I should have just told these people, don't stage, just put yeah. it on the market, yep. right? It's it's only making my job harder right. to handle right. like, you know, the project manager. So it's just like, it, it's that's where you have to adjust and adapt in any market. Yes. So I wanted to have that rant because anytime you've got, you know, this guy and I've got, you know, David who's watching and just, I see him smiling and nodding as we're going through all this stuff. So let, let's wrap up this show and let's get everybody back out to work. It's time for them to get on the phones. It's time for you to call your database. I saw a, a great client, Renee Funk, who's just this brilliant agent from Orlando. She coined the phrase, call every one of your clients, ask them how they're doing, and then just say, Tim, how is 419 days of the pandemic and the COVID, how has it changed the way you just feel about your home? Like that question, right? Just like, and then you just shut up. Yeah. And they go, well, I don't have enough. Of like he's writing it down, right? right? So big shout out to Renee. You know, we just need to be proactive right now, my friends. And I'll, I'll leave you with one last thought. And then David, I'm going to turn to you to close it out. The thing I keep saying to people is when someone says, well, I'm just afraid to make those phone calls or I feel embarrassed to make those phone calls. It's not about you. Get your ego out of the way and be of service. Stop getting your ego in the way and telling me you're too busy while you're watching four hours of Netflix at night. Get on your phone and call your clients. Make sure everybody's informed. Because one of the things, and I'll, I'll drop this, we'll talk about it in our session coming up. I am predicting right now in the next three to four years, 50% of every transaction in the US will have a 25 to 42% referral fee attached to it. Yeah. And if you aren't defending your position right now in the marketplace, yeah, yeah. all my friends, we have uh, almost 9,000 people signed up to go to my blueprint conference, which is virtual, right? So around the world, the first half of the event is how do you defend your position against Zillow, Trulia, Obsidian, and 700 other people, <clears throat> every mortgage company <clears throat> that's doing a better job of demand gen because their ego is in the way and they're making the phone calls and they're doing the marketing and they'll sell you a lead and you'll pay a 35% referral fee. If we don't build an effective moat, they're going to take yep. the leads we already have and then mm -hmm. sell them back to us to get their piece. 100%. Like that's what they're doing, right? 100%. That's exactly... Right? 1000% my point. Well, that, that means we should just start a revolution against all, we should all drop Zillow, Redfin, Trulio. We're just. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm not starting that revolution. I am saying. Everybody's like, that's all yeah, my business. It, no, and there's so, and what I love about that statement, I see David smiling too. There's so much um, conflict in that because I have clients that'll do 5,500 transactions this year. But from see, channel so, so this is going yeah. back to what everybody says. So I thought we were are, wrapping hey, up the show. Hey, realtors are lazy, right? Everybody uh, says realtors are yeah, lazy. Like, yeah. so if you really shine, you're going to do well. 
But this is where it's like, our business is prospecting. If we don't do it, yeah. Zillow, Redfin, Trulia, Mellow Homes, all these ones so are going to take our leads one. and sell them back to us. And for all those people that work all these online leads, mm -hmm. the actual conversion rate is horrible. Yeah, It's like, if you can get one and a half percent, that's good. You're like, one and a half percent? Like, I'm going to make a hundred calls. Call my database. Call my if you call your database yeah. and just, and the other thing that's happening I'm seeing is, there's a real shift in market share of agents. Have you noticed? Okay, so here's the most recent stat. Across the US, for all my friends around the world, know your own numbers, 90% <clears throat> of all transactions are done by the top half of the MLS. 90% so, so, of all the transactions. So with open houses opening back up, that can shift. Yep. But I don't think it's that. I think it's the ones that are at the top are the ones that are the best tour guides. Yeah. They're the ones that can handle- They that. know the market. They know the market, they know how to find inventory, but yeah. it's like for the people that have time, if you understood how valuable your time was, if you, you just used it properly, right? right? right. If you just used it properly and, and, and we stopped waiting for Zillow and Truly and Redfins to sell us our leads back, and they're not even our leads, they're the leads I don't wanna work anyway. Yes. Right. My leads are way better if I just work my leads, but then to go take on Zillow's and I've done a little bit enough research for me. It's like my conversion rates got to be over 60 percent. Right. Right. There's this one percent. But then I but three, then, five, but then I don't want to make yeah. my calls. Yeah. Right. That, see, make your phone calls, please. And you make can see calls. it in the agents that are working. <laughs> the ones that are aggressively out there figuring out new ways to get in front of people yep. because you can't right now yep. figure out new ways to connect with people. Like that question was genius. Like, I love it. How does 419 days of a pandemic make you feel about your home? Right. Like, right. like how yeah, does it make you feel about your home? Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's the question. All right. So we got to go into a coaching session, David, closing <laughs> thoughts. We went on a little 15 minute rant there. Sorry, partner. No, it's a great call. Tim's great to, to, to be on. Um, just listen, you know, being the knowledge broker, using all this information is what we have to do. We have to get the information out there because if we let the media, we let others inform our clients about what's happening, they're going to be misinformed. Tom, we're going to be back together next week. Yes. I think we're, we're going to talk forbearance, but you know, whatever else we want to talk about, let us know, put it in the comments. Uh, looking forward to being back. Thank you guys so much. As always, we appreciate you, Tim. Thanks for joining us. David, you, you and my friends at KCM, thank you so much for always delivering this value. For my friends out there watching, share this with someone that needs to see it. That little rant right there could be extremely valuable for a lot of my friends out there to share with their teams. We're just watching over and over again yourself because you know, he's going to, I mean, if we have a bad year, we're going to do $600 million. Yeah, we're at 300 million close. Right. So, so we're about to go through all the numbers. Do the work, make the calls, be the knowledge broker, share this information, be relentless. That's how you win. And if funny this, there's the book. All right, we got to go. Tristan, kill it. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.